lads and ladies, welcome to the Junior Classics. Hi there, I'm Sir Bradley Hassey, a teller of borrowed tales. Join me as I share stories of courage, adventure, and wonder. But don't take my word for it. You can find out for yourself on today's Junior Classics. Elsa! Or Truda, where art thou? Friedrich of Telramund, why dost thou mistrust me? Why? Was it not on thy false word that I accused the guiltless? Greetings, junior scholars. I am Sir Bradley Hassey, guardian of the written word and your guide through the junior classics. Our mission is to safeguard the classics and inspire children to a love of good reading and a real and lasting interest in literature and history. If this is your first time listening, thank you for joining us, and a very special thank you to my loyal listeners who tune in each and every episode, and especially my Patreon supporters who help keep the show going and growing. If you like what we are doing, creating stories for the good of your kids, consider supporting me on Patreon for five bucks a month. Now, before we get started, I did take a long break. We've been working on our basement, and I had to completely tear down my studio and put it back up but i'm back on track and today we continue our series the story of lohengrin with part four otruda plots for revenge but before we get to the story lost and found words listen carefully to these words and their meanings and try to spot them during the story our first word today is stately with an s stately This means having a dignified, unhurried, and grand manner. You could also say majestic, courtly, or splendid. Our second word today is scornful, with an S, scornful. This means feeling or expressing contempt or derision. You could also say mocking, scoffing, or sneering. Our third word today is spurn, with an S, spurn. A lot of S words today. Spurn means to reject with disdain or contempt. You could also say refuse, reject, or scorn. And our last word today is beseech, with a B, beseech. This means to ask someone urgently or fervently to do something. You could also say beg exhort or plead that's all for today's lost and found words now on to the show otruda plots for revenge the stars came out in a deep blue sky of night waiting for the summer moon. The stately walls of the royal palace of Antwerp threw mysterious shadows all around, and in the darkness of these shadows crept two figures stealthily. They seated themselves at length under a tree, which faced the windows of Princess Elsa's apartments. Looking up, they saw a light still burning. Then they talked together earnestly in muffled tones. By and by the moon arose, and cast her silvery light about, shifting the shadows according to her royal pleasure. The two dark figures, a man and a woman, moved with the shadows, still keeping close to the palace, 
They took no thought of rest or sleep that night. The man looked at the woman and shuddered. The woman turned to the man, a scornful light in her eyes. She was for action and despised useless regrets and groans. Friedrich of Telramund, why dost thou mistrust me? asked Otruda quietly. Why? Was it not on thy false word that I accused the guiltless and condemned an innocent maid? Thou, who didst swear that thine own eyes beheld her murderer, the youthful Godfrey? Dost thou know who is this mysterious hero, drawn hither across the sea by a wild swan? Nay, I know not. Hearken now to me. It is forbidden him to reveal either his name or country. That his own words allow. The reason I will tell thee, should he do so, all his magic power instantly vanishes. There is but one person who can tear his secret from him. She whom he so strictly forbade to ask him. <laughs> Elsa, she must be made to do this, cried Telramund eagerly. Otruda looked at him and smiled. Her smile was very terrible. If thou will be but silent and watchful, thou shalt taste the sweets of revenge. But hist. The window opposite opened softly. Otruda and Telramund drew farther back into the shadow. A white-robed figure came out on the balcony. Otruda whispered in Telramund's ear, Go thou, and leave her alone with me. And Frederick withdrew. Elsa! cried a wailing, miserable voice. Elsa started. Who calls me? Is my voice so strange to thee? answered Otruda piteously. Wilt thou repulse one in sore distress? Ortruda, thou, what doest thou here, and at this hour, unhappy woman? Oh, woe is me! What have I done that such dark trouble should fall on me? How different thy fate! After a brief time of trouble, every cloud has vanished, and... Life smiles gloriously before thee. Most unworthy should I be of my great happiness, could I spurn one in misery such as thine, Ortruda. Come, I myself will open the door to you. Ortruda, where art thou? Called the gentle voice of Elsa, opening the door. Here, at thy feet, replied Ortruda, throwing herself down before the white-robed figure. Kneel not to me, I beseech thee, Ortruda, thou whom I have always beheld in pride and magnificence. Freely I forgive thee, and if in aught thou hast suffered through my fault, I pray thee pardon me in like manner. How can I thank thee for such gracious favor? Returned Ortruda, in tones of great humility. And for thy husband, Telramund, I will beseech my noble bridegroom on the morrow, that he show him grace and pardon. So let me see thee once more, restored to happiness. Arrayed in thy robe of state, come thou with me to the minister, 
where our marriage will tomorrow be celebrated before God and all men. Thou loadest me with chains of gratitude. Only one way is there in which I may perhaps repay thee. By my knowledge of the hidden arts I may be able to protect thy life and warn thee should grave danger arise. What meanest thou? asked Elsa in astonishment. Trust not thy happiness too blindly, lest some evil entrap thee unawares. Otruda drew closer and lowered her voice. Dost know by what magic art he came to thee? To be continued. Next time on the Junior Classics, we'll hear the final episode of the story of Lohengrin with part five, The Departure of Lohengrin. Until then, I am Sir Bradley Hassey. Be brave, be loyal, and speak the truth. Now for you parents out there, I want you to understand why we are doing this, what we are trying to achieve, and how you can help us. This is a rescue operation to preserve the classics and the wisdom within before it is lost forever. Our goal is to inspire children with a love of good reading by safeguarding and breathing new life into the greatest stories in history and empower you, the parents, with a resource you can trust to enrich your child's mind and spirit. We don't want these stories and the wisdom within to be forgotten so our children don't have to learn these lessons on their own. The most important thing you can do for us is to spread the message and tell others about these stories and what we are doing. If you want to donate, we would love that as well. My promise is that 100% of donations will go to building the impact and quality of the Junior Classics. If you have feedback and thoughts on how we can do things better, please send an email to juniorclassicspodcast at gmail.com. You're listening to the Junior Classics. (laughs) And now a beautiful piece from our friends at Fantasy and World Music titled Beauty of the Land. Thank mm-hmm. you.